0: As God intended.
1: Let's go. If God wanted you to be small, he would have made you an ant. Aloha and welcome, healers, to Looking for Healing Radio, where pharmaceuticals are never medicine, but love always is. And thank you so much for listening in today. As you know by now, I'm Dr. H, and make sure to listen in with me and all of my healing homies, Nicola Burnett, Dr. Jana Schmidt, and Dr. Brian Artis, every Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific, right here on the America Out Loud Talk Radio Network and via recorded podcasts at americaoutloud.com. Also on the iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Pandora networks, just download the America Out Loud phone app for Apple, Android, or Alexa, and listen in wherever you may be. Looking for Healing Radio is sponsored by GlobalHealing.com. Simply the finest, most potent, most effective natural medicines in the world today. Feel the difference, integrity, and love for medicine making can make for you. Go to GlobalHealing.com and enter promo code Loud to discover... The Medicine God intended for us all. Get incredible deals and find Global Healing and all of the wonderful America Out Loud sponsors at shop. Now, if you're going to Global Healing and you are using that Out Loud promo code, I'm going to encourage you to go and check out Ultimate Cellular Health a formula inspired by yours truly. That's Ultimate Cellular Health. If you know somebody out there right now that is working on the process of recovering from any type of serious diagnosis, particularly a cancer or an autoimmune disease, we recommend highly that they include this in their healing regimen. Ultimate Cellular Health, inspired by Dr. Henry Ely, You can find it at globalhealing.com all right folks uh we'll talk more about that formulation i want to do a show uh, on uridine. i was going to do it today um i just don't feel like i'm in the mood to get really technical with you and everything so i want to save that cuz it really deserves that kind of space um so i want to save that for you for another week when i can get really excited about it uh, i really wanted to do it um, a couple weeks ago but we got some stuff going on you know what i mean and um we there's just too much going on, really. So I felt like I wanted to share with you some of the things that I do uh, when things get overwhelming. And that that's uh, sometimes pretty frequently. Uh, and pretty frequently for me, because I have this really bad habit of not wanting to disappoint anybody. You know, and I, th- I think it's a good intention, but bad habit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't want to say no to anyone. I don't want to ever feel like I'm letting anybody down. You know what I mean? Like, I—that I, really means a lot to me. Uh, that's where I place a lot of value. I'm not money-driven. I don't really play that whole imaginary numbers game. They don't rule my life. Um, I don't, I'm not into stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm not into how many houses or where, how big the house is or what you got, stuff like that. It's not really, it's not really my thing. You know, as long as I have enough, I'm good. You know, I just, I'm one of those dudes that just doesn't need very much. Um, but the things I do need, I really need. And that's very similar to the body. Body doesn't need much, but what it needs, it needs. And for me, I need uh, a lot of good friends, which I have. I'm so ridiculously blessed. Um, you know, I'm gonna tell you a little story in this first segment about this past weekend. Um, you know, I, I I need laughter, good music, you know what I mean, <laughs> great food. Um, you know, I got those things. I'm I'm good. You know what I mean. I don't. You know, I don't really. I just don't need very much. And what happens though is I get in this mode where I don't want to let anybody down. So people ask me things, and rather than me being in full control of my schedule and saying, Hey, you know, I can't do it here, but I can do it over here and make sure that I have space built in for myself. Um, I, I I just end up carving out my own space. Like the things that I've set aside as places for me to be able to do things. I I have a tendency to just encroach um, on those sacred spaces uh, far too easily. And, we're going to talk about that in the second and third segment because I'm I'm teaching something new and I'm starting by teaching myself this this principle of uh, one thing at a time, you know, and I'm going to tell you a lot more about what that means. And we're going to do something together. If you're so inclined, we're going to wipe our slates clean. We're going to wipe our schedules completely clean and we're going to rebuild them together today. All right. And I want to give you some insight in how I'm rebuilding my schedule because i lost control of it after healing for the ages i had completely lost control of it there was so much going on and when you start a new project sometimes that that happens but especially for somebody like me who just doesn't want to ever disappoint anyone and doesn't want to say no you know and so what ends up happening is um i start encroaching on my time and then when my time is fully encroached upon i start encroaching on family time and then when that's fully encroached upon I keep saying yes and then it becomes this tidal wave and I just feel I just feel like I'm overwhelmed and I know a lot of you out there can relate especially in today's world where there's so many things to be overwhelmed about in and of themselves right there's like there there hasn't been a moment of rest for us in 4 years there hasn't been a oh things are getting better you know kind of point for us um and that's that's what I've been fighting for, you know, is to, you know, make sure that, um, that God is present, love is present, that, uh, that we are doing literally everything we can, um, to pass freedom on to future generations and show them how the value of it, the joy of it, and the essential nature of it and, and how it must be, you know, protected, right? Like that's, that's really what it comes down to. So what I ended up doing was, um, uh, you know, let, let's just have a real talk. I'm going to share a little bit of my life. I don't usually do this. I'm very private. Um, as a lot of people know about me, I'm very, very private, but we've, we've become family and I want to share a little bit with you and do some things I don't normally do. Um, one of the things that I deal with health-wise, Uh, and, uh, and I've been dealing with it since I was injured way back. And when I was 13 years old, we're talking, you know, a long, (laughs) long, long time ago is I will, um, you know, I'll have seizures and the, um, they're pretty, they're pretty hefty. You know, I mean, um, I don't have very many of them, right. I don't have very many of them at all, but, uh, I typically will have one major one a year, Um, sometimes two in a year, but usually not very close together. And what happens is when I have a a major one, I'll be, I'll be out for anywhere from 30 minutes to over an hour, you know, um, and sometimes I'll wake up, um, you know, by myself, you know, and just kind of on the floor and kind of takes me a long time to get myself oriented. Like, where am I? What's going on? Um, what's my name? How did I get here? You know I mean? There's a, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, uh, sometimes it'll happen, um, around people, um, and kind of can, from what I've heard, it can be a little freaky, which is understandable. You know what I mean? Um, it's always around a computer. I know what the triggers are. That's why I wear these, uh, rose colored glasses. When you see me on an interview, um, because they help cut down the flicker rate from the um, uh, from the computer. Um, so I've done everything I can. I got rid of all the blue light, you know, and this is what we've taught you all to do. Uh, I've, I've lowered the refresh rate to the lowest it can be, um, in terms of Hertz. I've, uh, wear the glasses, you know, there's just so much that kind of goes into this to minimize this. And I had been really, really blessed with all the work we've been doing from really, um, uh, probably about, let us say March or April of 22 to just recently to, um, uh, October of, uh, 23, I hadn't had any seizures. Um, and I thought, okay, this is great. Some of this is environment. I've dealt with some infections that I didn't realize I had got rid of them. Maybe this is, this was a major thing. Maybe I had a chronic kind of yeast infection um and some other bacteria that i wasn't aware of that was playing into it cuz that can certainly play a role um heavy metals can certainly play a role in it you know um delayed food allergies if my diet gets really loose i notice that um that can be a triggering factor too if i if i do have a little bit of cheese or something like that you know so um after the conference i just uh was exhausted and my intuition was telling me it's time to take a week off just go off into the woods get away from everything let yourself spiritually emotionally physically just heal up you know what i mean and i didn't do it we rushed right into post-production i wanted to make sure we got everything taken care of for all these it's just so many wonderful people that have put so much um trust in us you know and i want to make sure we keep earning that trust so pushed through, um, got that done, and then a whole bunch of projects cropped up at the school and and other things we had committed to. Um, got to spend some time with the Bound, uh, Beljansky folks down in Florida uh, a couple weeks ago. So I was on my way traveling out there, and traveling out there, I'm on a you know train. I'm, I'm taking the train out there, seeing the country, going to go see some family, you know, and stuff like that. And I'm taking the train out there. And my first day out, I was like, hey, I'm going to do a fast while I'm on the train. Why not? You know, I can, I'm going to be moving slow anyway. I'm going to be sitting down most of the days anyway. I might as well get a little bit of work done. So I pulled all this work together, brought it with me that I had been, had started backing up. And I got all of it knocked out. I got on the first day, I got all of it knocked out, got everything organized, was feeling fantastic. And I was just so, so excited. I was like, oh my God, I got three more days on this train and I get to just look outside and enjoy and communicate with folks. And yeah, I mean, it was just, it was, it was a good place. And then zap (laughs) Mm. and I, I woke up an hour or so later in my, uh, in my, uh, my car, my private room, and was like, "Where am I? Who am I? What's going on?" You know. And it took me about thirty minutes to kind of put everything together and go, "Oh shoot, ah, I must have had a seizure because there's this clip in time that's just gone." You know. Now, normally for me, it takes about two. two it's usually three, three to four weeks. To really recover, you know, there's an emotional component to it. Got to work on some stuff because depression will come up. Um, You know, uh, it's just mentally exhausting. You know, things that are normally like, hey, it's no big deal can be mentally exhausting. I just can't get the same workload done. And the way I've structured my life, which I'm going to share with you in the second and third, that I'm restructuring now, is that. I don't have any room for that. I don't have room to drop. You know, there's there's too many plates spinning. I drop, all the plates fall, right? So, you know, I, I kind of put it aside. I was like, all right, let's see how we do on the recovery process, getting out to this conference, made it out to the conference, um, actually pretty unscathed. I was actually pleasantly surprised. I really feel like the ultimate cellular health that I was taking, Um, along with my normal regimen, the bee pollen, I was taking the, um, Dr. H's holy water that I've been told, you know, showing you all how to make, I brought some of that, you know, with me on the, on the trip for the first leg of the trip. And I felt like I was, I felt like, okay, this wasn't as bad. It was, you know, I'm like, wow, I'm okay. I usually, I wouldn't be able to do a conference whatsoever or anything like that, but we got out to Beljansky and everybody was so sweet, so nice. And I was able to do a presentation had a great time, you know, out there. Um, it was it was good. I was actually able to go and see family, um, you know, that I hadn't seen in a while. And, um, you know, and it was just, it was a really good experience, you know? And I was like, wow, I didn't even feel like I, I had to remember that I had had a seizure a couple of times, you know, uh, but I made a couple of mistakes. We were out there and I had a, a couple of exposures to some delayed food allergies that I don't normally eat. I I forgot that I was still recovering, right? So I had a, a couple of organic eggs at this delicious organic place out in uh, Jacksonville, Florida. And um, uh, I think I had even had cheese once too or something like that. But at any rate, I wasn't, nearly as good with my diet as I needed to be, especially in a recovery mode, which can take three or four weeks. Right. So, um, we're coming back on the, coming back home, went, you know, made it down to new Orleans, got to see that place for the first time, um, and taking the train back home and I'm excited to get home. And I just written this wonderful, wonderful piece from, uh, that is truly inspired by God. Um, it's called the the book of questions and, uh, it's going to be coming out in 2024. I'll be sharing it with you a little bit in the future, but it was inspired. You know, it's like, you know, when something's coming through you, it's not you, but it's coming through you and you're the lucky one that gets to do it. I was up on the, in the observation car, uh, riding home one morning, I think it was, it was Sunday morning. Uh, and I'm riding home and it's early early and the 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 sun had just started to come up. there's some people already in the observation car the conversation are happening you know, it was a good environment right and there's this all this really cool information downloading into me and moving through me and um, I'm recording it as fast as I can, you know typing it out uh and you know and I'm and I just had finished typing out, my last little bit that I wanted to get out and I was so excited. I sent it to my girl and I was like, Hey, I was like, baby, you got to see this. And she was like, wow. You, I was like, yeah. Wow. I was like, that's not from me. That's through me. Right. And then zip a <laughs> the second one <laughs> in two weeks. And I woke up in this and I, I wish I had gotten her name because I, I did thank her afterwards, but I woke up and this, uh, Uh, This sweet, um, this sweet mama bear had gotten on the table where I was working from. They moved my computer and everything away. And um, she just put me on, she put my head on her lap and just was stroking my head the whole time until we came into a town and I came back in, must've been about an hour in or something like that. I came back in, I had some EMTs working on me, which has happened before. And I'm like, what's going on? You know, and I'm like starting to pull off the little EKG leads and all that of stuff. You know, but it was just really sweet, everybody. They they took such great care of I me. Mean, I was really grateful to everybody um in the observation card. You know, they they just were, it was really just beautiful, you know, what they did. Uh, they asked me if I wanted to go to the Cult of Asclepius Hospital, and I was like, nope. <laughs> I was like, just take me home. I'm almost home anyway. There's nothing they can do for me there. You know, I just got to get home and get my act together. So, um, you know, I spent the last two weeks really being really diligent with my diet, making sure, getting myself back together while I'm trying to deal with the emotion of the recovery. Cause there's a strong emotion after people have seizures as well. You know, it's like your whole body is just, you just blanked out. it's, it's, it can be a little bit of a, it can be a little rough. Well, we end up, um, you know, get home, you know, uh, son picks me up, everything. We're all good. And, I started getting myself together and, you know, spending it slow the first week, especially. And of course, there was no days off. I got home on a Sunday night. I had to go full or on Monday and Mondays or Tuesdays are my busiest days every week. I didn't give myself any space is what it comes down to. Right. I didn't give myself any space. There's too many things to do. I'm not in control of my schedule. I'm doing too much. I've done too much, and my diet has broken down. My schedule is broken. Everything about me is broken down except my prayer, which I'm grateful, except my relationship with God. Everything else is broken down, though. Hadn't been working out all the work on the train, stuff like that, you know, all the travel on the train and everything. I hadn't been working out. It was just things were not the way that I need them to be for me. Well, what ends up happening is, um, you know, I spent the two weeks to really since just really getting myself together. I uh, did a live blood cell analysis this past weekend at this great conference. I'll tell you a little bit about after the break. And my blood was super clean. I was really excited to see that because I was like, wow, I was if two weeks ago, three weeks ago, probably wouldn't have been that clean, but it's really, really clean um, today. So I was really excited to see that this weekend but I did it, overdid it again. I overdid it again. And then we had the grand jury, this great event with uh, Leah Wilson and Stamp Health Freedom, we had that yesterday. Just fantastic event, you know, bringing the team together as we're marching towards December 5th and we're finally in court after three years of really fighting our asses off for justice for everybody. Um, and I'm exhausted, you know, I mean, really? Yeah, that's where I'm at, I'm, I'm exhausted. I am spiritually emotionally physically exhausted right now but I keep pushing through cuz that's what I do. Well, we get to we get through the weekend and then I just finished the thing last night. Um the event last night and I was tanked out. I was tanked out and I was supposed to travel today and tomorrow to go to another conference in Texas, put on by my sis, uh, Angie Farella, Dr. Angie Farella. And I had to do the thing that breaks my heart today. I had to text her and say, I can't make it. I can't get there. You know, um, it's not safe for me to be traveling right now by myself. And, you know, I feel like I'm letting her down. So I'm actually in tears this morning, you know, you know, texting her and just, you know, apologizing and everything. Cause this is the second time I've had to do that. I had to do that with Dr. My brother, Dr. Jack down in uh, Atlanta last year too. Um, those are the only two events I've missed that I've committed to over the last four years, only two things I've missed. Right. They were, but the, they were come at times where I've done too much and I've got to get everything back into one thing at a time. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to have a real conversation. If you're feeling overwhelmed, this is definitely the show for you today. We're going to have some real talk about how we get control of our schedule from the start and how that starts to set us up for control of other things that are going to be beneficial for us, right? Um, But that's where I'm at and that's where it's got to be and that's where it's got to start. Uh, because I can't keep going at this pace with no structure, no organization, no, no space, right? So I'm gonna say this to you, we'll, we'll end this segment with a quote too, where there's space, there's movement, where there's movement, there's energy. And where there's energy, disease cannot exist. We'll be right back with more Looking for Healing Radio right after these messages.
0: The buildup of spike proteins is dangerous to your health. Global Healing's Foreign Protein Cleanse detoxes your body, removing the spike proteins, allowing your body to repair from within. Formulated by Dr. Edward Group and by Dr. Brian Artis, Foreign Protein Cleanse targets and detoxes spike proteins in the body. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get 15% off using the code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally.
1: Cofix Rx nasal solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix Rx. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. I'm
0: so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital.
1: My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. All right, healers, welcome back to Looking for Healing Radio. Uh, Looking for Healing Radio is also sponsored by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing people just like you. People who are ready to stop being patients and start being students, right? Stop being people who endure suffering and misfortune. And start being people who aspire, aspire to be free, aspire to be independent, aspire to know what to do when their body is telling them something is wrong. These are all the skills you learn when you come and study with us. And we have so many phenomenal programs from our holistic nutrition to our, you know, our detoxification, our cleansing, our fasting Um, to our vaccine education specialists that just started up. And I'm so happy to see so many people come into that, to our wonderful artist cellular healing program. Um, And then of course, there's all these wonderful do it yourself courses coming online too. So if you don't want to do all this work, but you do want that information, you can get it too. Um, Folks. I don't know why you wouldn't be involved with the energetic health Institute right now. I'm, it would. it's the school I always wanted to attend, you know, where it's true family, where the information is off the chain and where there's just so much love, where you are really actually treated how we tell you you're going to be treated. Um, so I, I don't know why you wouldn't be involved with it, to be real with you. Yeah, I'm biased. I'm the founder. Of course, I'm biased. But uh, if I was doing something right about now, especially in this crazy world, and I felt like I didn't know enough about how to take care of my body in this crazy world, I'd go to the Energetic Health Institute and I'd be like, I'm going to study here and I'm going to learn a lot. And they're going to help me foster my independence from all this tyranny because that's what we do. All right, folks. um, You know, I was, I I had ended on a note there. I want to say that quote again, because a lot of people are like, oh, that was a good one. What did you what are, you, what are you saying, Doctor H? Where there's space, there's energy. See, I'm see. This is my brain off right now. I'm going to back up. Let me rewind. Where there's space, there's movement. Where there's movement, there's energy. And where there's energy, disease cannot exist. Now we think of space physically right and this is something uh, this is a, a a saying i came up with when i was teaching a lot of of bodywork myofascial um uh bodywork uh, a a style of practice that um, i developed called release point therapy and i i still cannot wait to get that out into the world you know i mean that's that's definitely our next next major program that i want to get going at the energetic health institute but you know Space isn't reserved just to the physical realm. You know, it's it's how you feel about your schedule. It's how you feel about what's going on in your life. That's where so often we get this invisible space consumed. And if there's no space, you don't feel like you can move even within your own life. And when you don't feel like you can move within your own life, it's so hard to be excited waking up every day. It's so hard to feel that energy. And of course, when you can't feel that energy, disease is developing. And for me, it showed up as a seizure, two seizures in two weeks. That has never happened to me before. That's the wake-up call. That's God saying, okay, you pulled in this important information. Thank you. Now it's time for you to go to bed. And so, uh, you know, I got to listen. Right? Especially as we're getting into quarter four, getting into winter season when it's time for us to naturally slow down a little bit anyway, right? Well, you know, I, I went this weekend to a wonderful event um, uh, put on by um, Dr. Warner and and uh, and uh, Terry. Uh, just did such a, they did a really good job. And of course, you know, I got to hang out with John Hewlett, Cario Miracles, just the homie, you know, all the homies are up here, you know, which is just, it's fun for us on that front. Like we love the teaching side of it and getting it and engage with all of you and you all make it happen for us, right? You, you know, you, you may not give yourself enough credit. You are the inspiration for why we do this, you know, and you have been the motivator to keeping us going. You know, when we get to these places where it's like, why should I, why am I doing this? Why should I keep doing, you know, we have those same questions, right? And it's all of the love that you all share with us that really puts us over top. I know it does it for me, you know, um, got to hang out with my, my brother from another John O'Auto, my other brother from another Dr. Bryant artist. um, you know, uh, Incredible mentor, Dr. Judy Mikevitz, um, got to hang out with the homie who's very quickly becoming a brother from another mother, uh, Dr. Robert Scott Bell. Um, you know, just just so many cool people up there. You know, Aaron Siri, who we've had some really fun and <laughs> interactions on social media was there. He did an excellent job uh, in his presentation. It was ooh, powerful presentation. Um, you know, Brian always crushes it. I mean, it was just, it was good, you know what I'm saying? It was just, it was really, really good, but it was a family first event. And so, I was, I went up there thinking, We're gonna talk a lot of family, we're not getting into, you know, some of our wheelhouse that we talk about with bioweapons and recovery from genetic infections and natural medicine and all that. Quickly, that was proven wrong. So, you know, by Saturday and Sunday, in the talks I was giving, I was doing that, but. Um, I was getting back into the wheelhouse. But on Friday, I brought a topic to the table and something I was talking with my son about all week. And it was just real simple, one thing at a time. And so I said to him, what's the difference between somebody who wakes up excited each day and a person who wakes up dreading the new day and make, and it's really hard to get out of bed. What's the difference between these two people? And he answered beautifully. He said, well, I'm not sure, but it's got to have something to do with what happened the day before. And I was like, wow, what a brilliant kid, right? Lucky am I, you know, I'm <laughs> lucky am I to have such a cool kid. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly where I was going with this. You know, what did you do the day before? Did you give your body the five things that it needs, that every single body needs? You know, did you eliminate? Did you move your body? Were you hungry? Did you nourish your body? And did you give yourself sleep? And for me, I had to go back and start looking at the previous days. Remember, I'm in recovery right now from seizure. It's going to take some weeks, right? Your nerve tissue does not uh, replicate. It only regenerates. It's it takes some time, you know, for, for this to happen. And so I was like, I was like, okay, yeah. You know, elimination. Yes. I've been doing a good job and and sweating and getting waste out. Um, but um, nourishment still not consistent. Okay. I got to improve that. Hungry. Yeah. I make sure every day I'm hungry before I eat. Um, it's something that really sustains me moving the body though. I'd only been moving in a couple of days, you know, um, after I got back home, I've been home for a couple of weeks now. I only got in maybe three or four bike rides, you know, one hike, you know, so not even half of the time. And our bodies are designed to be used every day. And I'm not even at 50 percent. So I got to be real with myself about that sleep. Sleep great, but I stand up for no reason too late staying up till one and two in the morning. And it's not because I'm working right now, which is normally I stay up till one, two in the morning, but that's, I'm, but I'm not even working. I'm just vegging out. I'm like, this is ridiculous, dude. You need to be lights out, letting your body regenerate. You know, if I wish I had a hyperbaric oxygen chamber, I'd be in that every day. You know, I mean, I'm, there's some things you got to do. So I had to have a real talk with myself and I was like, okay, well, doc, what is the real problem here? You know? And The real problem is that I have completely lost control of my schedule. And it dawned on me something that my woman has been trying to get across to me for so long, been so patient with me. And that is this lie that I've been telling myself. And I think it's a lie that I'm not alone on telling myself. The lie that family is first. My experience of family being first is when there's an emergency. Everything, I drop everything and go right to family. And this is how we always use it in our culture. Family first. Okay, well, what does that mean? That means that when there is no emergency, I can do what I'm doing. But when there's an emergency, everything's got to drop and I'm going to go and do whatever my family needs of me. And that's been consistent for me. That, That hasn't changed. And that's a great thing that we all do. But I would offer to you that that's a lie that we tell ourselves that family is first. And I know I'm already hearing some folks out there. I love you. I'm already hearing some people out there going, well, it's not family first for me. It's God first, right? Okay. God is a member of my family. Thankfully I am a member of God's family. So when I say family first, God is included in that for me. And I hope that's the same for you. So, I've been doing that part of it, prayer, gratitude, you know, every morning, every evening. That hasn't changed. I've been doing my best to be the best version of myself under all these immense circumstances, you know, very challenging circumstances. That hasn't changed. But one thing I do strive to do, healers, is I strive to make sure I'm telling myself the truth all the time. God told me point blank January 5th, 2022, your job is to speak truth. Roger that. Roger that, Father. Love you. and I'm going to do it. That includes speaking truth to myself. So when I'm faking the funk on my lifestyle, I got to own that. I got to be real with that. And one of the things that I had to reflect on over the last week Looking back on my life, especially the last four years and all the immense changes that have gone on within it, not and most of them not pleasant, is that I say family first, but I relegate that to emergency situations. And that there's, you know, this thing we live by, you know, I, I teach my son this. People will forget. What you tell them, but they never forget the way you make them feel. Right? That that is true. I've never I've never seen in terms of human interaction, I've never seen that be any more true. But as far as this family first idea, I also teach my son, I don't care what someone says. I care what they do. And so what I have taught my son, and it's becoming a fine young man, is that your actions will tell me everything I need to know about you. Again, I don't care what people say. I don't care what they type on social media. I don't care what image they like to portray of themselves. I care about what you do. Your actions will tell me Every last thing I need to know about you. But that's true of me too, especially when I'm putting the mirror up. And this is where it comes down to: when I put the mirror up, I don't like what I see. And how did I know? You, you got to be here with me on this one. How did I know I didn't like what I was seeing? Because with me in front of an actual mirror, I had stopped looking at myself for a few weeks prior to the, or during to, in, in the weeks leading up to the uh, the seizure events. Now, normally I'm brushing my teeth. I'll look at myself, take a look around, you know, you're observing, you know, skin and stuff like that. How's, how's my health, stuff like that. I'll look at my tongue. You know, I, I'll normally just look at myself. It's not even a thought. But the last few weeks... I hadn't been. I would just brush my teeth and not even look at myself in the mirror. And if I had been paying closer attention, I would have realized that I wasn't looking in the mirror because I didn't like what I saw. You see, you can lie to a lot of people. You can even fake yourself out. But if you really get down to it, you can't lie to yourself. You might put on a good show, but you still know. And so I was talking with my son. I said, "Mm, why don't we sit down and let me show you how. Let me show you how I'm going to completely take control of my life and stop lying to myself In one amazing, easy to do, something everyone can do, clearing of the board. He said, all right, dad, let's do it. He's he's so awesome like that. And I'm going to tell you how you and I now are going to do what me and my son did last week. And how you are going to start putting yourself in a better situation of control over your life by simply doing one thing at a time. we we'll write right back with more Looking for Healing Radio right after these messages. Changing the world one person at a time. healers, welcome back. Last segment, last segment, last segment here on Looking for Healing Radio, with yours truly, Doctor H. Here, oh my goodness, let's get into it one thing at a time, right? So I was telling you in the last segment how I had to start getting real with myself. I had I had to have an adult conversation with me, and that was, am I really family first? What are my behaviors that are showing that I am? family first? Because remember, I don't care what people say, not even me. I care what people do. So how was I showing family first? And I thought to myself, when's the last time me and my son have been out hiking, kayaking, hanging out, fun, going to the range? When's the last time we've done that? Because I couldn't remember when the last time we had done that. And I had a vision of something the night before I was going to bed and uh, it was late and I was saying good night to my son. You know, I love you. I'm about to go and get my prayers in and to bed. And he was sitting at the computer working on a project for the school. He works for the Energetic Health Institute as well. And he was working on a project for the school. He was like, I was like, when are you going to bed? And he's like, "Ah, oh, dad, I can't go to bed. I got to get this done. I got to get this done. I got to get this in. And I was like, whoa, I'm seeing myself. And I'm like, this is what I'm teaching my son. Whoa, hold up, we're off the rails, right? You know, you, you, those, your children are beautiful mirrors of yourself. Well, went to bed that night. Woke up the next day. We, me, and them, have this conversation because I was like, we got something's got to change. We, this, this is not gonna, this is not sustainable, right? When you, something's wrong, you, we fix it. This is wrong. So we sit down and I say, okay, let's put together our schedule, look at, look at Monday through Sunday and put all of our hours up on there and let's lay out what we're going to do. So you ready to do this with me? You can do this. We're going to wipe this whole puppy clean. I don't care what you got going on. Wipe it clean. It's blank, blank slate your schedule. Cause when do we really set up our actions with our schedule? So if we're talking family is first, and remember, God is family. If we're talking family first, what is the first things that go on your schedule? You got it, family. Not your job or your purpose. I'm going to tell you something funny about that in a second, too. Not even your time for you. Your family goes on your schedule first. So we wrote down on our schedule when each day was family time. This is non-negotiable. This cannot change. This is not something where it sounds like a good idea, but we're not going to really do it. and We're going to let other things encroach on it. That is a booked out time and we are not double booking family time. You feel me? I can right now going, I like that. You know why? Because it is right and it is good. And so I put down my prayer in the morning when I wake up. So I said, what time I'm waking up? What time am I doing my prayer? What time am I telling God I love you in the morning? What time am I telling my son, alaikum' And he says to me, Walaikum Asalaam. Am I Muslim? No, but I love that phrase. Do you know why? Because it says, may God bestow peace upon you. And the reply says, may God bestow peace upon you as well. Don't get caught up in words. Get into the energy of what we're doing. Don't get caught up into the stuff that they want you to have imprinted in your mind to separate and divide us. Throw that garbage away. Get into the energy of what we're doing. That's on the schedule now. When do we get to spend the most time together every single day as a family? That's right. The thing that they want to take away from us, dinner time. They want us to go out to fast food restaurants and eat in cars. They want us to not eat it all together, right? Well, if we're going to reclaim love and light on this planet, it's going to be because we are eating together. Families that eat together, turn off their phones, turn off the TV, have conversations, talk about their day are families that stay together. Especially when that food going into the body is organic and everybody had a hand in making that meal. That's what makes dinner time The most important time every single day for family units. It's got to be sacred, protected time. It goes on the schedule first and nothing encroaches. And let's say on a rare occasion, something, an opportunity comes up that can benefit the family that might encroach on that time. What needs to happen? The person who has the opportunity needs to go to the family and ask permission for the encroachment. And if the family says no, what's the answer to the opportunity? Nope. Better find a different time. You need to move around my family's schedule, not my family moving around your schedule. And if you need my family to give up our time for you, then you can't be a part of this family. That's not how we do things here. You see what I'm saying, healers? It's all in our control. We have more power than we give ourselves credit for. Now, families on the schedule every single day, hopefully twice or more, families on the schedule. What comes on the schedule next? Boom. You got it. Nurturing time, nurturing of self now, I'm not talking about vanity. I'm not talking about ego. I'm not talking about any of that non-selfie crap. I'm talking about what do you need for you to be the best version of you so that you have something to give to your family and to what comes next? What have you done? Where have you put time on that schedule for yourself? Maybe it's reading. Maybe it's getting a massage. Maybe it's doing it on Maybe it's working out. Maybe it's going out in the garden. Maybe it's doing nothing. Where is that time on your schedule for you so that you know every day there is a place for you in your life? Let me say that again so that every day you know, because that's what I don't feel like I have some days. And whose fault is that? Mine. You need to stop wasting days of your life on something that isn't stoking your passion and get onto the grass where your passion actually is. And only you can do that. So we say this all the time, right? I got to go to work. 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 Well, first of all, you just made it an obligation because you said, I got to. It's not something you want to do. You didn't say, I want to go to work. You said, I got to go to work. That's a different energy. I got to go to work. I got to go to work. I got to go to work. It means you don't really want to do it. Be real with yourself. So what if I said this to you? I got to go to purpose. What if I said this to you? I want to go to purpose. What if your thoughts for this third thing on your schedule, which is going to dominate your schedule, Many of your days. What if that third thing wasn't a job that you got to go to or work that you got to go to or school that you got to go to? What if it was. Your purpose where you wanted to go to it. See, if you ain't doing that, you ain't living. I hate to break it to you. I hate to break that bad news to you. If you not in pursuit of your purpose, if you are not. Wanting to wake up every day and pursue your purpose? What the heck? I don't know my purpose. Yes, you do. It's that thing that you think of and it excites you. Yes, you do. Don't tell me you weren't born without a purpose. That's not the way God works. And the only person who can be real about that and go and pursue it is you. But how do you pursue it? Family first, nurturing self second. Now all this other room is there because you've taken care of the keys, all this other room there to put it in. And some people will have, well, I've got to go and make some money so I can go and pay for my education in my purpose. OK, you got it. You, I got what you're doing. There's plenty of space to pursue your purpose. It just needs to be the third thing on your schedule. So that you understand. What you are is far greater than even your purpose. It's your purpose that brings you joy. But it's your family that brings you love. It's your purpose that brings you joy. but it's your family that brings you love. Love is that foundation. Now, when you get done with it, your schedule may not look a whole lot different than it did before you wiped it clean, but it's going to feel a whole lot different than when you had it before. You know why? Why? Because the energy changed because you changed. Your feeling and perception about your schedule changed. And it's now back under your full control. So if you're overwhelmed, all you got to do is turn down the volume. So how do you turn down that volume? It's actually really, really easy. You write out a huge long list of everything that you want to get done, got to get done, all whatever it is. Who cares? Write it down. I got pages of pages of stuff. And then you get one thing accomplished each day. Let me tell you the psychology of this. I know my schedule now. I'm in control of my schedule now. And I put on my schedule one thing. Why? Because I'm asking you this question. Everybody here likes dopamine. Everybody here likes anandamide. These are two wonderful neurotransmitters that account for us feeling addicted to a state of bliss. That's what dopamine and anandamide are. It's yoga brain at the end of a class. That's what you're releasing, dopamine and anandamide. And you're just like, I like that feeling because it's a good feeling. Well, you don't have to just go to a yoga class to get it. Life presents it. By doing one thing at a time. What's the number you have of things that you have to do in a day before you will give yourself, keep this, stay with me, before you will give yourself permission to feel accomplished? What is the number of things that you have set for yourself every single day that you have to complete before you will give yourself permission to feel accomplished? I'm going to offer to you an idea that it should be one. Some people said zero. I'm like, no, you got to do something. (laughs) One. Why one, Dr. H? I got 18 things I got to do. If you got 18 things you got to do, you got too many things you got to do. You're setting yourself up for failure every single day. You're setting yourself up for a feeling of being underwater, drowning in a tidal wave every single day. Of course, you're going to wake up and have a sense of dread. Because every day you are drowning. So let's get you above water. Let's get you on a beach. Let's give you a pina colada after you get that one thing done. Give yourself one thing that you're going to do. So you take this long list of stuff that you want to do, but you don't assign it a date. Each day you pick one thing from that laundry list and you say, that's what I'm getting done today. And when you get that one thing done, you give yourself permission to feel accomplished, to get that dopamine and anandamide release. And when you get that dopamine and that anandamide release, if you wanna do more things in the day, if you wanna do more than that one thing, now you're in bonus. Now anything else you get the rest of the day done is gonna release more dopamine and more anandamide. We're just talking about the perception. That's where your control is, the perception of this. And now all you have to do habitually is every single day, here's my schedule, family first, I got some time for me, I'm going to my purpose, and at that purpose, I'm going to get this one thing done. And you just won. And if you do that every single day for a year, that's 365 major things about your purpose that got done. I promise you that will show up in your life. I promise you. Can I get an amen? Mm hmm. Yeah, that's right. I guess I'm a reverend. (laughs) Brian be teasing me now. Can I get an amen? I guess that's my catchphrase. Can I get an amen? Can a brother get an amen? That's what I like to hear. You can do this. Go wipe your schedule clean. Start it over. Family first. Nurture yourself second. And then make what you put on there third about your purpose. Then write down everything you want to get done. Type it in, put it in. I don't care how you record it. Have a list of everything you want to get done and pick one at a time. And if you want to go knock off two, three, four of those in a day, that's great. But you give yourself permission to feel accomplished after you get one thing done. And that way, everything else becomes a bonus. More opportunities for dopamine release, more opportunities for anandamide release, more opportunities for you to be joyful, happy, and you get to go back to the family Where the foundation of love exists secret is there is no secret it's just we got to stop giving away this beautiful thing we call life to people and things that don't deserve it and one of those things that don't deserve it is this ridiculous idea that we can't feel accomplished until we get everything done in the day when we've set that day up for failure by trying to do 18 things in that day. Can a brother get an amen? All right, healers, that's all the time we have for today. May God shine his divine light down upon us all, everyone we love and surround us in the protection of his warm and healing embrace. We got four great opportunities. Speak truth. Be selfless, remain humble, and make sure that you take no offense. I'm Dr. Henry Ely for the Energetic Health Institute and Looking for Healing Radio. We love y'all. See you next week. Oh, my sign off, I know. Aloha (laughs) and adios.